What's up, Hyper Fascination? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a real estate agent turned real estate investor who specializes in mobile home parks and helping to use them as a solution to the affordability crisis that we are having in America and especially in a lot of cities. And he not only helps people get into you know mobile home parks as their primary home as an alternative to renting, but also helps them uh, use this to build wealth in the future. Welcome to the show, Franco Perez. Welcome to the show today, Franco. How are you doing? Great, Dan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on today. You're doing a lot of cool stuff that I think is helping helping build wealth, but also helping people that need it. Uh, so I'm excited to talk about those things. Before we dive into what you're doing now, why don't you give our listeners and viewers a quick background and bio about who you are and how you got to this moment in your life? Yeah, um, I guess a quick story is I kind of grew up uh, from in the Philippines, moved over here to the Silicon Valley and, and an unfortunate thing happened where my parents split. My dad was the only breadwinner. He left and left me, my single mom and my younger sister here to try to survive at seven, when I was 17 or 18 years old. And from there had to quit school, immediately start working. And I think that was a big turning point in my life because I realized, you know, I'm now responsible for figuring out how we can get housing and how we can just, survive and I had to work full time. I remember at the end of every month, just gathering all the money I had and even borrowing monies from, from friends and even my boss at the time just to pay rent. And it was sad because I was like, why, do, why is it that I feel like we're good people? We, we're, we're very, we are good people. And, and why is it that we have to go through this pain? And, and that was really the kind of the foundation of what got me passionate about trying to fix that problem, right? And and I feel like there's this wealth gap happening that it's either, um, well, long story short, I was an agent for a while and, and I, I ended up disliking it because I had to turn down a lot of people that couldn't afford it. I, I, I would have to say, hey, sorry, you don't make enough. You don't have enough saved. You're just going to have to work harder or move out of the area. And that's unfortunately the only options. But um, so I really seeked out to try to find something that would really help these people that were in my shoes and came across different government stuff. I, I hated that. And then I came across mobile homes and found that we're able to help people start their wealth building journey through mobile homes. And, and that's pretty much how we got into it. And now we're, we have a business where we're building that out and helping people financially get that first stepping stone to home ownership when they normally can't. So how are you how are you helping people to build wealth through mobile homes? What's what's the framework overall strategy on that? Yeah. So so the first thing is kind of the problem. Now these ratios and numbers I'm going to say is out of the San Jose area, but it, the ratios are kind of different uh are the ratios are the same in different markets. But in our area, the problem is you're either renting a two-bedroom apartment for three thousand a month, or you buy a median-priced home for one point six million dollars, right? And there's really nothing in between, and there's that big gap, right? So, how does a teacher, a construction worker, switch from three thousand a month payment to coming up with two hundred thousand down and paying for a seven, 
$1,000 mortgage interest insurance, that sort of thing. And, and it's very tough for people to make that huge shift, right? Now, now looking at mobile homes, what I love about it is that they're classified as low-income housing. So there's, in, in many areas, the, the, the need for the people that live there to be resident-owned only. Resident owned only. And, and the pro to that and the beauty of that is that you're not, when you're purchasing one of these homes, you're not competing with investors trying to rent these out. You're actually, the, the only people that can buy these are people that need this as their primary residence. So that alone kind of keeps the price at an affordable rate. So instead of someone trying to go from renting to buying single family, they can instead put uh, a 10% down pr uh, price on a 300,000 purchase price, for example, which is 30,000 instead of 200K. And then their mortgage and space rent would really just be about $3,400. So just a little bit more than what they were paying uh, before paying rent, but still getting a lot of these a lot of these benefits of home ownership, a huge portion of their payment is now going towards something that they own, that they're paying down a mortgage that has upside of appreciation, which is another myth that we, we often get about mobile homes. But um, you also get tax benefits and just the comfort of knowing that you have something that you can sell later down the line. So they're buying individual sites plus the mobile home on it. We're not because I know that sometimes, you know, a lot of times investors now will buy the whole park. Um, so you're you're talking about just individual buys it for themselves, and it's going to be their primary residence. Exactly. So the first part, like the first phase of our business, was just exactly that, so just helping people get into owning the mobile home itself. They don't actually own the land; they pay a lease towards the land to the park owners, right? Um, and then, but we do help the full spectrum. You know, pretty much everything around okay. mobile homes. Consulting for park owners too to help them convert their old trailer-like homes and convert it to nice, beautiful homes that we're building today. And they're getting they're getting appreciation without owning the land, just on the on the mobile Correct. home purchase. Yeah, yeah, which is quite an amazing thing. We have these a lot of these bad myths and bad stigmas mm. and false information about what mobile homes are. Unfortunately, all the info we get is from Hollywood or like Breaking Bad of mobile homes <laughs> and mobile parks looking like the lowest of low, where the truth is you go to these communities, you'll come to find out they're pretty nice areas. And, and like in our area, we have communities right across the street from Google or right across the street from Samsung in these very expensive areas. And, you know, it's, it's such a great alternative versus getting something an hour and a half out and commuting every single day, which is what we're finding a lot of people doing just to chase that dream of home ownership. Right. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I think it's, it's pretty cool. Cause you're, you're seeing that in a lot of, a lot of urban areas where people have to choose between like a two hour commute or I don't know, just moving somewhere else. So there definitely seems like, like this is a problem. Um, and that this is a potential solution, you know, yeah. not, not, not every area though has mobile homes where like near where the workforce needs to be. So like how, how has that kind of played into your overall strategy? Yeah. I mean, surprisingly there's, there's way more mobile home parks than people realize. 
there's mm-hmm. there's so many out there, especially in California and Arizona and, and and actually throughout the whole country, even on the East Coast as well. Um, but I think the first thing is really taking a look at where these parks are because they are spread out, in, especially in these metro areas. So um, with that being said, the we we really focus on these areas that um, that have these high cost of living problems, and that's really where our business makes sense and where this really works out for those middle class um, income earners to be able to benefit from this. So um, now come to come to say that after saying that this isn't always working. Like if you live out in the in in a farm area, this model might not make a lot of sense for you, but I just kind of want to put this out there that this is this has consistently been a perfect solution for so many out there. And just knowing that it's an option can really make the difference for a family that really needs it, right? Where where do you find these deals? Are they listed in the MLS or is it through networking or somewhere else? Like how do you how do you you know, how are you able to find the deals that you connect the buyers to? Yeah, so it's 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 a mix. Lately, it's really been a lot of our YouTube channel. We do a lot of educational stuff on there. Um, so people that own these uh, mobile homes either want to convert. Uh, one of our biggest um, services is we'll help people convert their old home to a new one. So we'll get a lot of outreach through YouTube uh, and social media, and that's probably our, where we get most of our clientele, actually. And then uh, with that, too, on top of that is a lot of park owners themselves, they, they connect us with residents as well because it's a win-win in all three parties, actually, because when a resident upgrades their old home to a new home, uh, not just not only do they raise the val- does the resident raise the value of their home itself, plus get more square footage, plus get higher value for, their, for what they have, but the, the park owner also benefits because you, you're, you're now beautifying the, the mobile home park itself as well. So we have a lot of relationships with park owners, uh, park management entities, and then also direct to consumer with the residents as well. What, um, you know, you mentioned earlier, like this is kind of step one in the wealth building journey for, for a lot of people. Uh, so it sounds like after this, there's, you know, other other ways that you're using mobile homes to help people build wealth. Um, you know, let's say someone moves in, they're enjoying living there, saving money, and then they're ready for like to, to build more. What, what, what's the next step for people in that situation or, or steps or options? Yeah. So, so everyone's financial profile is always different. Everyone goes at a different pace at a different income and what they can do right so some people the steps really is like if you can shift your monthly payment it, and it really comes down to understanding the difference between rent and then ownership right so so we we did a case study recently of of one of our clients that uh, was renting at three thousand a month and then shifted to owning a mobile home the big difference after the course of five years was actually more than $90,000 for that client by just shifting their payment from a full rental situation into, into the same actual payment, uh, just $100 more uh, into the mobile home ownership model. 
they were able to get upside, like we mentioned, the appreciation, the tax benefits and that sort of thing. And they sold the home uh, for more than what they bought it for later down the line. Now, that being said, some people go from renting into buying an old uh, old style mobile home, uh, trailer-like home, and live in that for a little bit. And then their next step from there would be to upgrade and convert that old 1970s home into a brand new home. Uh, they could double the size of their home uh, and raise the value that way. And then usually from there, they'll be able to shift uh, selling their brand new home into using that as a down for their single family home in the future right? Single family home or a town home and that sort of thing. Now with those steps there, of course, if you're capable and you can step, skip steps and that sort of thing, you can work your way up up the ladder. But the, the key thing that I want to mention is that because the chase for home ownership is such a far reach, people are often ignoring, they're ignore, they're putting it aside because it's too, it's too far of a dream. They feel that it's impossible to own. And then what ends up happening is it's a moving target. This price is going up. I, I only have my career to focus mm. on. And they, they don't have any assets or any, any piece of ownership that uh, they can benefit from to get them ahead, right? Yeah. Um, how, uh, how does this, you know, how do you foresee this helping, uh, you know, people that are on the investor side or the real estate agent side, right? Cause obviously creating benefits for, you know, people that can't afford the average house in the area is a great thing. Um, how does it, how does it, you know, what are the economics of it? How could it help a real estate agent or yeah. an investor? So what I've found is a lot of people are getting into, um, understanding the model of the park owner model as well. So that's a key thing that's been a lot of attention lately. Now, um, I guess the first thing is understanding that these, that these really aren't, um, how do you call this, the very low stigmas that we, we face and then come to find out they are a product of low maintenance and high value and you also own the land itself if you're a park owner. Right. So one of the things we do as a service for these people that are purchasing mobile home parks, it's a different model, of course, is we help them evaluate what the mobile home park is worth. We help them evaluate that if we were to replace these old units for new ones, how can we raise value and do a value add to make the purchase well worth it? Right. In a way, kind of um, we work with investors that want to kind of in, in, in simplicity, it's kind of like flipping a mobile home park, right? So they'll, they'll, they'll purchase a park, they'll add value, they'll remodel a lot of these old homes and new ones, and then be able to have something that's worth more than what they purchased it for. What do you think, um, like the next steps would be for a real estate agent who has never done mobile home before never helped the buyer like how how would they start to you know get into this um this area or you know at least have it as an option that they can talk to someone credibly about yeah yeah um i sound like i'm pitching my youtube stuff but, <laughs> Pitch but, <it>. we, we, <laughs> but we put a lot of our 
information out there. We actually have walkthroughs of how does a buyer, you know, what is a buyer, how do you help a buyer purchase a mobile home? We walk through all the different steps because it is different than regular real estate. Regular real estate, there's tons of content out there around it. Now, when it comes to the process of a mobile home, you have to deal with the park management. You have to deal with the application process. The financing is a little bit different as well. And we walk through that on our on our channel and stuff. We, You know, that's really our goal is to bring more education and knowledge and conversation around mobile homes on our channel. But we have specific videos to that. That way, you know, I could go long into kind of the process of that, but also it might take a lot of time. Right. But yeah, no, so where's where's the YouTube channel for people to check out? It's Franco Mobile Homes is the YouTube channel. Okay, cool. So, yeah, make sure if you're listening and watching that you go – check out um the youtube channel and um yeah i think as a real estate agent especially now in this market like affordability even where you know we most areas haven't seen prices come down that much but with what even in the ones that have like with what interest rates are doing right affordability is becoming more of an issue for people that want to buy and you know this this could be a good solution for a lot of a lot of real estate agents that have you know, that aren't seeing the transaction volume that they're, they're used to. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and one thing that you'll come to find out is as you work with these clients is they're, they're, they're very grateful. And, and there's a social aspect to it that's really rewarding and fulfilling. You know, and, you know, I think I urge some agents to kind of try to do things for the good in sometimes more than, than, the profit and the commissions always, right? And I think that's one thing that right. I was always on is, you know, our brokers or whatever will always hype commission, higher pay, higher price, how, as much as we can do. But I think what you'll come to find is if you can service a lot of these people that get into mobile homes, you know, you'll you'll really find that sense of fulfillment and and making a difference. And you can feel that. I still tear up today when I when I have a client or when one of my agents have a client that closes and they're so grateful and so happy that they are able to own their first big asset, right? And first thing that they've ever been able to purchase. And and that to me is more rewarding than any form of commission or that sort of thing. Too. Right. Yeah, but no, that's it, it's cool to see. Um or it's cool when you can kinda like, you know, do something you like doing, help other people and make money right like if you can kind of hit all three of those in one thing which is this right then it's it's just it's not it's not work at that point it's just fun (laughs) exactly that yeah well it's been great having you on the show today i always like to end with a uh, rapid fire hyper fast round if you're ready for some quick questions and answers let's do it all right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate investor? I think my biggest piece of advice for an investor is to first do um, first work with an investor that's done something before. Partner with them. It's okay to do business and work and not make any profit from it, but get the get the internal knowledge that you need to know. Because if you're an early investor, what you have sometimes is all that you have, and you don't want to put that out at risk with all the risks that are involved and not work with or partner with somebody that's already done it. 
You know, you could lose, you could have all your eggs in one investment and it could go south. Whereas you can work right. for an investor that's done it before, bring them a deal, watch how they do it. It's like, oh, okay, he, he looked out for this and that, and that's how he did that. And that's then internal knowledge for you, right? All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? I'd say getting your hands dirty as, as soon as possible. Get these conversations. Um, a lot of people do a lot of these trainings and, and, and that sort of thing. But really getting yourself face-to-face -face with people is the most important thing and trying to help everyone, as, as many people as you can. All right, what's the biggest challenge you've had in business and how did you overcome it or what did you learn from it? I think executing our first uh, new home build, that was probably the most, one of the most difficult uh, issues we had to face. We had to kind of seek and pitch door to, uh, door to door, basically, to different investors. Nobody believed in us. And it's exactly kind of what I mentioned earlier, is I, I did my first two or three deals not making anything. But just, for the, just to be able hmm. to prove myself that this concept is, in fact, real and people do in fact want it right so i think that is a lesson in itself is to invest in your invest your your sweat equity versus trying to always make money immediately okay um when you're not working on real estate what would we most likely find you doing <laughs> i love Video is really a, something I love. I love making food videos for small businesses in my area. We have like food vlogs that we do. Um, when I was young, I was actually aspiring to be a videographer and that sort of thing, but it didn't work out. So now I'm just doing it for fun, making food vlogs and inter showcasing interesting <laughs> awesome. things. All right. Last one. Where do you see yourself five years from now? I think for us is is really advocating for as much affordable housing and, and keeping affordable housing accessible to low-income families. So we're, I'm starting to get into like um, Congress events and, and really a lot of advocacy around this um, in, in protecting affordable housing and making sure that there's opportunities for mm. people that need this. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Franco, for um, everyone listening and watching. Thank you for uh, tuning in. And can you remind everyone best ways they can get in touch with you or learn about what you're doing or connect, all, you know, however you yeah. prefer? Yeah. So if, if you go to our link, www.franco.tv, that has all of our links to our YouTube channel, our Instagram and and the photos and tours of all our new, of how we're building these homes in the factories. And, and so that way you could see it. Um, or you could Google us at Franco Mobile Homes. So, yeah. Yeah, I just pulled up the Franco.tv uh, here. So uh, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to check it out because I want to I learn some more about this and see if this is something that, uh, you know, our agents – can learn and pick up and, and implement because it, it um, you know, like I said earlier, it looks like it really could solve a real problem we're having with affordability and a problem with like agents doing deals, right? They're both, exactly. both issues. So, well, thanks again for being on the show. 
Uh, this has been amazing to all of our listeners and viewers. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, and please leave us a review. Let us know what you thought of the show and share with other people that you think would benefit. We'll see you next time.